Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blatant God. And here's your host, the Chief, Liam and Joey Legs. Welcome back to Who's Your Caddy, joined here by my buddy Legs today, Tuesday, May 10th, just outside the big bad city. The nice weather seems like it's finally reached us up here in the Northeast, and we're ready to roll with the PGA back down in Texas. Another pre-major Texas event, as Valera was preceding the Masters a few weeks back. We are going to be at TPC Craig Ranch for the Byron Nelson, great Uncle Byron, Lord Byron, as they would call him, one of the absolute goats. And a guy who's turning into a, a goat himself, perhaps, Max Homa, takes down his second Wells Fargo title last week in impressive fashion, holding off local boy Keegan Bradley, uh, amongst many others down there in Maryland. So, you know, Denny was right there, Legs. I thought we had what it. A, what a I thought we had it, man. man. Oh, what God. Plus three on something? He plus was, four? Dude, he, he was there. He was there Thursday, and we were like, we're trying not to get ahead of ourselves. He yeah, hung I, in. I, I live bit the FRL. I was like, ah, oh, but of course not. Like, just so stupid. The weather was terrible, but I, I give him credit. He did hang in there for most of the time. Trailed off like he usually does, but we love the guy. We'll still play him now and again on, you know, putting contest, quote, unquote. Oh, no. But. Denny Nash, our Mac. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> is that is that he's Denny a, Hamlin? Is that where yes, you go? Okay, that's all that's right. Like, I wasn't I positive. Every no, I like it. I was like, oh, Denny Hamlin, Denny McCarthy. Like, I got to do it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So I mean, that it was a good event. Homa, Homa hangs on, man. We had a little bit of a share. Gonna have to give Romeo a shout out. He almost took down the five dollar uh, with the with the really nice lineup. We were both had Lahiri uh, involved with some of it. Uh, Brendan Steele heard me. I was up there for a while myself, but he he went and he killed me and just did not enough points out of him. And then on Sunday, we hear he fell back a little bit. But uh, we'll actually probably see him tonight. We'll do a little live stream and dissect some of the ownership uh, or some of the, the musings we're hearing around who might go under own and see if we can find someone. So uh, we'll add that in at the end of the show in case you miss it tonight. But for now, me and Legs are just going to run through our top plays on the board. Not going to run through every guy. Um you know, again, by now, you, you've probably done your initial research uh, and are kind of setting a core in place. So we'll give you our thoughts and then Legs will give you some outrights at the end. And then we'll go over it all to Romeo, hopefully tonight uh, or if not, then next week. But going to try to do that a little bit after we hear kind of the early analysis, per se, from the community. Uh, also, Kentucky Derby, what an, what an ending. Oh Just wanted God. to mention that. Uh, I know Rob was down there. Rich Strike, man. What, what a play. Absolutely. If you watch the aerial view that NBC had of him hitting the inside on that last furlong. It was incredible, the move he made in that jockey, man. They deserved it, and, and it was quite a race. No, I don't think anyone won anything, really. Did, did you so. see uh, that guy had $100 exact at the win 250K? Uh, yeah, well, there's it's a couple disgusting. that you see that, you know, last minute. It was funny. I was over at the Palace, and I uh, had 20, and he just scratched right before I went there, and the guy told me. And I was like, nah, that's all right. Now, it wouldn't have mattered. It was, it was a trifecta, so I only had – think I had um, Zandon, but not Epicenter or vice versa. Yeah, so yeah. it really wouldn't have mattered if I threw in the 21 instead of the 20. But regardless, there's a lot of stories like that. So great sporting weekend overall, and it continues right now through the PGA next week at Southern Hills. So let's start right there at the top of the board. You know, a lot of these guys are playing. Spieth and JT who played yesterday. Rom was over there yesterday. So Spieth and JT coming back to play in the Byron Nelson. Spieth is a, is a Dallas boy through and through. He always shows up in Texas, knock on wood. I think he's going to again this week, and I'll be with JT as well. Two words. Uh, what Texas, do you got? 
narrative. Texas narrative. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to play the guys that live in Dallas or are residents or, you know, grew up there, like you're an idiot. So I'm conflicted about <laughs> Scotty. Like, no, no, no. no. You, so, are you so going to play Scotty now? So I'm playing Scotty because, I mean, five out of seven, why not? But regardless of that, he is just playing such good golf right now. He is. There's no reason. Not, doesn't he live? Where does he live? Yeah, he's he's he based out of uh, Austin, and now I don't know where he's living now. But yeah, I mean, he went to UT Austin, so he has I mean, he has a spot down there. With the course, are you kidding me? Yeah, like, if you're not going to play Scotty, who's in the, probably the best form of his career right now. Yep. Yeah. Why not? Why Only so I'll give you the downside of Scotty, other than just the law of averages, which proved to be not true as he won the Masters. Exactly. But that added in again. This course doesn't look like there's going to be too much wind this week. Took a lot of rain last week. It looks like it's going to be about 80 and sunny every day. In 2012, the winner of the Corn Ferry Tour yeah. went minus 17. Yeah. Now, KH Lee last year went minus 25 here. That's what I'm saying. He's so a member. Like, you have to. I oh, mean, yeah. Scotty's no, great, also, but yeah. at 10-9, he better go 30 under or he's not going to pay off his price. Oh, no. I mean, that's I the only problem lineups, here. He's getting at least three. Okay. Now, I'm favoring JT. Basically, based on what we just saw from Rom in Mexico, guy that's trending towards a win, but hasn't actually taken the trophy no, in quite a while, despite oh, yeah. the numbers being pretty good. Um, of course, all these guys are going to have the eye on the PGA. JT already has his PGA. That doesn't mean he doesn't want a second one, but I think that he really needs to get the, the snide off his back and get a win. And I think a lot of the other top guys are going to be checked out. I Sammy Burns will get played. Hammer. And DJ... He needs a good showing, and he's shown spurts in the last couple of weeks that he's back. Not back, but like almost, you know, back into where he was a few years back. So I'm going to sprinkle him in like one or two lineups just to see how he fares. He's towards the top of the leaderboard. I don't know if he's worth the price, but I'd like to see him come back and actually have a good showing. I just, I, I, for some reason, I feel like he's going to do it. I agree with you in the sentiment that he also needs a good showing. Only problem is you saw that. He did just get married two weeks ago, and I cannot think – listen, he can roll out of bed and shoot 63. But as I said, these top guys need to really be able to shoot 25-plus under this week. And I don't I know that DJ is going to – before the wedding was worse. Yeah. Now it's the monkeys off the I back. know, but – He's already ready to go. Look at Rom. Rom had a kid and then came and showed up and, like, balled. Like, the pressure building up True. There, I feel like afterwards is less. True. Now, when Rom had his kid, that was the week of the Masters, and that yeah. screwed him up a little bit. He had two months to get off that and enjoy his newborn. Uh, also, shout out Ace Harrison, playing Mike's yeah. had a kid. You got to give him a shout. Um, anyway, DJ now is two weeks, not two months after his wedding. Right, and, he had, right, and he has right, the PGA right, next week. That's right. going to be part of his career grand slam as is Spieth. Now, I give Spieth the favor over DJ at nearly the same price because it's Texas and Dallas. So my, my rationale right, at the no, top I, I, is JT and Spieth. And Hideki, Spieth. Romeo this morning was talking me into this, and I think I do have to go with him here. Hideki at under 10K, the way he's been playing this year, I think he's got three wins already in the count in 20 dating back to the fall. I think um, definite two, possibly three. And, you know, so-so on the injury front, so he could go a little bit under-owned, uh, especially with the plethora of other top-tier guys around him, I think. I'm going to be JT Speed Hideki, Sammy Burns, Willie Z, Immortal Hammer. Again, Rom two Whoa. weeks ago. Rom's going to be 35%. Rom's going to be 35%. Great. 70% is what you want to play. If you agree with it, for Good. a guy that's in form, that's played this course a million times, 
that is in dire, dire need of his first win. You hammer Willie Z. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And it's funny because everybody's going to do it. I guarantee you he's at least 60% owned. Dude, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Rom, Rom was new in, in single entry. He definitely could be over 50. Rom was 38 in the, in the GPPs okay, so last we'll week. Say he's, he'll be between 25 and 40. In the GPPs, in the I agree. GPPs, I think he's going to be. But then he's flanked by, see, this is what I think we should do here. And again, what do I? I, I it's been a, it's been a long cold streak, but with a lot of lurkage. Sammy B and Neiman, who are both playing phenomenally. Sammy B was runner up here. We know he can score in buckets. Sure. Play all three of them. You don't have to choose one. You could play all three together in a lineup with ease in this tournament. There's no, a ton yeah. of value in the seven K range. I was gonna say the values. Play them all. Third. Fuck it. Who cares? I, I think from the the top of the board here. I mean, Scotty, Sammy, DJ, Willie Z. I'm going to play the Gooch. Uh, that's just me. Yeah, it makes a lot of ish. sense. Um, a lot of sense. Only downside with Gooch is that next week's PGA is that, you know, all the Oklahoma State guys, it's a two-edged sword. On one, in one hand, this is their part of the world. They're familiar with these conditions. On the other hand, they're looking forward to Southern Hills next week, which is right down the road. It's a preparation, it's a preparation yeah. round. Yeah, do I see Gooch winning? No. Can he T5? Definitely. No, that, that, that's see, kind that's, of my, that's thought. my thought. Yeah. He's not going to win. Okay. No shot. Okay. Um, I've also seen a lot of people in the community on Johnny Vegas. Who will I'm, I'm definitely him. be played? I'm on him. Texas went to UT, striking the ball really well off the and tee. And who's actually going to win this whole string sheet? Don't tell me the code Kraken. Hell no. No, who? Jason Day. He got his first win at two rounds last week before the shit weather. He looked, he looked good. promising. I think because we're not going to see any bad weather, Jason Day comes out and drops a minus 27. Wow. Okay. Agree with you based on last week. However, we know that back can get finicky. Oh, I know, I know. I know. We know, he, like JP, he he's won the PGA Championship. I think that anyone at that age with any sort of lingering health issue, it's great that his game's back in form. He, I just can't see him laboring to 25, 26 under this week. I don't see it. I think he's going to have, if any round starts out mediocre, I think he's mailing it in. So I'm, I'm concerned with Day. And wise, I'm going to fade also because I love uh, fading him. He might be popular. He won this tournament. He, be popular. he won this tournament and is in good form. Can't trust his putter. And if he's going to be popular, uh, and Hadwin's going to be popular too, but I would rather the Hadwin hammer based on what he's done recently. For Valero, sure. T3 here at that Corn Ferry event you mentioned back in 2012. Uh, and also shot 59 at the Amex in the desert, another low scoring desert condition yeah. tournament. Um, I have to fave had have win over wise end day, quite honestly, in this range. Could we see a new course record? Palmer has it at 61. Yes, he does. Uncle Ryan Palmer will get hammered. I did it last year. I'll do it again. Uh, he's too due. He was in control of Valero three weeks ago. Had a, had a difficult back nine on Saturday, and it just tailed off like it often does for him. I think that's going to be in his mind. Does have the course record. I think it's very important that he wins again at some point, especially in Texas. Has yet to win in Texas. The most one of the most Texas guys outside of Speed and Scheffler yeah. is Ryan Palmer over the years. So I'll be on him. But there's three guys we kind of glossed over. We don't have to go through everyone, but I do want to mention Brooksy, Scott, and Fleetwood, three premier players in the upper eights, low nines. Are you going to play any of them? And if so, who? Um, I actually was looking. I don't, I'm going to fade Brooks. Uh, too many times. The guys. The guy has times. said he has spoken. He has said I am not game unless it's a major I, my mindset is different look if he comes out great he's also mid 
engagement pre-wedding. Jenna just went on her bachelorette. Oh. You think these things don't matter? These guys are normal human beings. We saw what happened to Morikawa the last few months. Anything wedding-wise, I'm going through it now myself. I get get out of here, especially week four major. Brooks will be caring about next week and next week only. I know that you love Tommy. I do, and I would I'm, play I'm, Adam Scott over Tommy if I had to choose between the two of them. I had I was down to those two. I'm I'm leaning Tommy because again the the need to win an event with okay, a lot of the top fair. guys checking out for next week. I'm going to go with him. Shoffley's another guy, but Shoffley won the, the team thing with Cantlay, and I think he's okay with that. You know, the, the team event, the gold medal, they're not they're not full-field events, but Shoffley's the king of that. Um, so I'm going Tommy. I, I'm just banking on the fact his ball striking is, is very good right now. It is, it is. I won't even discount that because I know I, I fade him all the time, but uh, you know what? He Easy T20 yeah. in my opinion. All right, going down the board into the sevens now. Siwoo Sprinkle. Siwoo Sprinkle, Dallas guy. A lot of the Koreans are based in Dallas. Yep. Uh, KJ Choi is kind of their mentor, and he's down there. So a lot of KH Lee, Kang, and Siwoo, the three of them all have roots in Dallas. So I think that's a smart play. Also, I just have a question. Why is everybody on Sebastian Munoz? Is he like a member well, of this? Or? So he went to the University of North Texas along with cousin Carlos Ortiz. Um, makes a lot of birdies, but he kind of has a ceiling. Like he, he almost saying. always makes the cut, but he doesn't breach the T30 too often. No shot. I'm going to sprinkle, again, just the familiarity, and he can make birdies. So I'm going to sprinkle him. Mad Dog Mitchell, I'm going to go a little bit harder on. Um, killed sure, a lot of people sure. last week, as did Sep. <laughs> I'm going back to both of them. And then Davis Riley is just playing very good golf right now. Um, a very hot putter. Don't want to fade a hot putter at any point. Uh, and famous Seamus Power, yeah. 7,900. T9 here last year. You got to play Seamus. I'm definitely Great at him. low scoring, easy events for him. That's, that's what we've seen with him. He can go low. He can shoot a few 65, 67, whatever. So I like him. Palmer, we mentioned. Dylan Fratelli, another guy right, who I won't play except for certain conditions. Yep. Texas, Birdie Fest. Um, the no Zoysia wins. grass the for the Zoysia South Zoysia African, Zoysia. dude. Yep. I, yep. I'm telling you, everything kind of lines up. TPC uh, Deer Run, you know, the John Deere, that's a heavily correlated event. Fratelli obviously had success there. I like it. Wolf? Who was the Cam Smith. Cam Smith was in this. He was yeah, 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 he, South Africans and um, and Australians we like on, on these types of grass. Leash dog we kind of glossed over, but like him, Mavs up here makes a lot of sense. Oh, I I completely gloss over like the next few. I'll play KH Lee because he's the, the winner. Yeah, he's a member here too. So do yeah, I think he he'll repeat? No, but knows the course very well. Knows how to score here. Um, I have the, I have the General Patton, ever. General Patton, and Sahith. I gotta mention these two. General Patton, we know my affinity for him, but. Shot 63 here Sunday last like, he year. Had a great, great tournament last year here. Birdie Fest in but Texas. I with a 10 foot pole. General Patton. Yeah. Oh. He's just too. I don't blame too you. I don't blame you. I feel like he's so. Um, he's a mental. He's a head case. Yeah, he's, he's an absolute head oh, case. Oh, he is a head case. Remember, he broke his putter over his That's knee what I'm the other day. Yeah, he is, he is a I head case. I've seen him do more and more of that. He's just killed me so many times, but I, I just can't. I can't see myself fading him yet. At, at a course that he says he loves, birdie fest, good conditions for scoring. Yeah, yeah. I think we got to do it. And Sahith, again, took me a while to warm up to him. Uh, I love Sahith. Don't forget, waste management this year was in control, not unfazed by the pressure of that place. Tom Weisskopf designed both courses, and you've seen a lot of crossover. Gooch, KH Lee, both guys that have been top five both places. So the gala 
this week. I think you may want to mark him off as a pretty nice little peppering at 7,100. Oh, that's what I mean. I, I, if I had to choose between the two, I chose Gooch over him. But I definitely you could see a little sprinkle in a couple lineups because yeah. why not? Down to the sicko range. Well, Brandon Wu is is right there. To start at the seven K flat range, playing really well lately. Corn Ferry, Houston. Give me give me your top sicko specials. Anything <laughs> below seven, and I'll round it out after that. Go ahead, Get, hit it. Hit me with them as many as you want. Obviously, I love Jean Tom. Yes, second here in Corn Ferry. Looked good last week. Legend. Um, but my major sleeper, who's a Dallas native, is Rory Sabatini. 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 He was not on my radar. Okay. I think that his uh, he has the potential to make the cut. I don't think that he'll score tremendously well, but I think he could go pretty low in the first couple days and even out. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty safe to make the cut, but I don't know. Don't see the upside as much. Who else we got? Give me someone who's going to lurk a little bit. Give me someone who has T10 upside in this range. T10 yeah. upside in this range. I think there's a couple. I, you know what? There is a couple, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking through this now. You know, some of these guys are just not playing good golf right now. That you know they were in decent form. They're not. Them. They're not. But there's guys with Dallas ties, desert guys. There's a couple. There's a couple. About, not a ton. What do you think about Brandon Grace? Not here. Not don't here, don't right? think he can go low enough. Not here. Um, but playing pretty good overall. I don't know if he qualified for the PGA. We got that's another thing in consideration. Who's in for next week? But I don't. I don't know that Grace can get that low by himself at a course like this. Um, questions about the barn rat? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe these low guys. I just don't see anyone. Maybe the Adam Shank could show up. Yeah, that was one Vincent I have penciled. Adam Shank looked good the last couple of weeks, and he tends to go low in Midwestern birdie fest. So I'd I like him a lot. Mark I'll give Hubbard. you a couple. Hubbard's, no, Hubbard's been playing well. He's working. one of my last guys out right now, but he might find his way in the lineup. He's been playing pretty well. Steven Yeager's been playing really well. Joey Bramlett had a seven here. Bramlett, I know. Like Bramlett was blacked out here. Can he do it again? I don't know. That's the problem. Same thing with, like, Scott Stallings, right? T2, guy can score from Tennessee. But, like, he led the field in putting last year. He's not a great putter. Anyone that caught a hot putter like that, I can't bank on them doing it again. If they do, I'm wrong. God bless them. I just – I can't go there. Um, I, I also think uh, I'm a big fan of his. I don't know what his form is going to show, so he probably won't make the cut. But Kramer Hickok. Yeah, uh, roommates with Jordan Spieth at UT Austin. Um, had a, Popped up a couple times earlier this year. I think he's cooled off, but that's not a bad play. Because of, of where it is. Yeah. If it was anywhere else, no. Texas, Texas guys, like for whatever reason, I can't give you the definitive stats, but they uh-huh. do seem to play better when Definitely. they're at, it's a home game. So – I'll rattle off a few more here. Taylor Moore is a Dallas guy. Went to University of Arkansas. I've seen him pop up in the leaderboards now and again. Um, Austin Smotherman for coach, the Smo Show, 6,600. Smoking his irons last couple months. Room with Bryson at SMU in Dallas. So we don't hate that. Uh, Harry Higgs, the barbecue man himself, 6,500. Dallas guy. I'm, looking, I'm targeting Dallas desert guys. Bob. Damn, I'm playing Smotherman now. Dude, smother me. How about, how about our boy? I didn't think of that. What about our boy Strep Throat? We've seen him go low in the desert. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> be very careful with Strep Throat. He can, he can come out with a nice 62 on Thursday if things break his way. Um, Chesson Hadley and Swafford yeah. down there. Yeah, Swafford. Swafford, Swafford I wanted to mention. Um, again, went low, won the Amex. Actually, he's won it twice now, I believe. So he can go low in the desert. <laughs> But strep throat, be very careful. 
if Shank gets a little too popular, he's flanked by Higgs and Streb. I, I would be careful. Either of those guys I like. Think Sloan's gonna have a good showing? Nah. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ooh, right? I don't know. Absolute... I don't know. Yeah, what listen. Piraj. Yeah, Piraj popped his head in last That's what week. I'm uh, I know. I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, he's done. He's done for me. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, it's a good week to sprinkle down here. Uh, okay. Yeah, member Dallas. Yeah, Sun Kang's play, played really well here. Um, even though he's a cheater, that will uh, yeah, side the point. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't go nuts since there's too many guys in the low sevens, nah, whether it be Sahith or You can create a very, very, solid lineup and a safe one without even touching the signal specialist. So, like, it's, yeah. it's just that type of tournament this week. Yeah. All right. Very good. You got any uh, final plays you want to mention? Oh, for sure. I got five here. So, I got Willie Z outright 14 to 1 and KH Lee outright. You know, just to, you know, yeah. sprinkle with 100 to 1. So, why not? Um, I, you know, Rory T10, 17. 16 to 1. Okay. And then uh, Seamus Power, T20, plus 150. Decent value there. And KH Lee, T20, plus 300. That's great value. Very good. I like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, is it Willie Z's week? We'll see. I'm going to hope Hopefully. that it is. I think a lot of people in the community are hoping they will get a nice community win for Willie Z. I hope so. And uh, it should be a good tournament down there in Texas with the PGA on deck. We'll do a big show for the PGA next week, probably film it in studio. I was say, if we're not filming, yeah, we're not. Let's make sure Piz clears his calendar out. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so that'll be a good time. Enjoy the golf this week. Um, I'm going to take a brief pause to remind you guys about Polar Golf. And then if you want to tune in, stick around. Me and Romeo, uh, hopefully we'll dissect what's going on tonight. If not, adios. And may great Lord Uncle Byron the Fifth guide us to victory this week. All right, guys. Hang in there for a sec, and we'll get right back. Okay, guys. I'm going to give you a quick reminder about Polar Golf, an innovative take on golf head covers. Very cool product here. All head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot. Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter. Anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover, place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface, and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers too, so you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit, you know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, so this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf, that's P-O-L-A-R, like polar bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com. I'm joined by two of two of my favorite buddies of all time, one being... Eh, they're both family. Matty P is in the house at Rippin' Bogies. Uh, and, of course, as you know him, he almost took down the $5 last week, folks. Romeo the Caddy. Live from, I won't give the exact location, but in the metro area, just walked off of, of the old club, played a quick nine. How did we play today, Rome? Only got nine holes in. Did some work on the uh, the short game. But, um uh... Yeah, finally some beautiful weather up here in the East Coast. So beautiful, it's good to be out there. beautiful to be out there. Wheatley Hills, the former former grounds of Keegan Bradley, who almost took it down last week. Uh, Max Homa outlasted him. Uh, we're not going to go into big recaps or anything like that. I think you guys know by now what went down last week. Uh, the goal of tonight is to try to filter through some of some of the noise that we're seeing in the community and trying to find some nice leverage plays. This week at the Byron Nelson, a great tournament. Pride of Texas, Lord Byron probably set an unbreakable record for wins in a season back. 
oh, some odd 60, 70 years ago now. Uh, really a beautiful scene. Took part in the infamous match with Ben Hogan, Harvey Ward, and Ken Venturi. So an illustrious career, and we remember him this week. Anyway, diving right into the pricing. Uh, I'm not going to go through every guy. As I said, you, are, you already know, you've heard it by now. I want to I figure out how we're going to differentiate our lineups, mainly targeted towards big GPPs, and how are we going to separate ourselves this week from the others. Um, Romeo, I'll, I'll let you start considering you had a very nice lineup last week. Why don't you tell the viewers kind of what your thoughts were with that lineup? What made it a little bit different? Dare I say contrarian. And then we'll just shoot the shit for a little while and see if we can come up with something similar this week. Sure. So, um, yeah, I think I came in 24th in the $5 GDP last week. Um, approached the top 10, never really got too high up there, but um, wins a win. And it was, uh, it was all because of Stever the Jägermeister. I think he had, I think he went five under on Sunday to sneak into the top ten. He was under. He was about. He was under one percent owned. Um, and just every birdie he made, I would go up like fifty places. It was it was pretty cool. Um, and then of course, yeah, Keegan and. Max Homa, if Keegan Keegan won at ten percent, uh, it could have been a different different weekend for me. So sad, sad in a, a couple different reasons why I, um, Keegan losing kind of sucked, but um, overall good lineup. Um, I, I also had Henley and Joel Damon who kind of imploded on Sunday. They, they started out pretty hot. And, um. But overall, good week. It was it was good to see it. It's good to see a tournament where it wasn't twenty five under when you know wins. You know these guys were battling every day. Um, unfortunately, that's what we're going to see this week. Is it's going to be a twenty five under just score fest. Um, conditions look perfect. Um, no rain. Of course, it's going to be. I mean, it's a TPC course. These usually go down. You know, you're going to need you're going to need to start off with like a the cut's going to be like probably five under, you know, four or five under. It's, I think it's going to be just so – it's going to be incredibly high scoring. And uh, ho- hopefully we pick, pick some guys that just go on uh, some, some good birdie runs. Yeah, I think that's the point you just highlighted about the birdie runs because that was a, a beautifully contrarian lineup. Uh, I had a nice little Anderban one myself, but it wasn't as nice as yours. And you had a couple of duds, I think. You know, Domin imploded and whoever else, but they made birdies. And that's really all that matters Uh, for those new to the, you know, the daily, the daily fantasy that are just tuning in or maybe just played outrights primarily up till now, you know, you got to really find guys that are going to score even if they make the cut on the number, but then they go off and score a lot of birdies. You know, that's what you're looking for on the weekend. And that's how you're going to rise up no matter what. It seems like we're finding those sub 5% guys every week. It's just a matter of, are you going to max out the $5 with 150 lineups or you're just going to gamble at the 30, you're going to do it for you. So you almost had it with, uh, you know, quite less than the max. Now, Matty P, uh, you know, again, for, for those of you who don't know, this is kind of used to be our Tuesday night ritual, and uh, it's great to revive it tonight. You're not as heavily invested as we are in this sort of thing every week, but you'll definitely bring some comic relief to, uh, to the whole thing. And, you know, getting into yourself for some newcomers, you know, what is it like? Explain the feeling every week uh, when the lineups are released. Tell, tell us what uh, – what kind of feeling that brings to you every Monday afternoon? 
Well, look, don't, you know, don't make me out to be such an amateur over here. You know, I might not have 150 lineups out there like some of the big boys out there in the, uh, the in the community, let's just say. But let me tell you, a, a, Schwit- a Schwitzer over a three dollar lineup in the birdie that, uh, you know, you're in first place for about two and a half minutes. And then all of a sudden Spieth implodes on the final round. I won't say what event it was last year, but uh, let's just say, it, you know, it was still a Schwitz right before Sunday. Um, you know, it was right around right around this time of the year, actually. But yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I love looking at these things from the outside perspective. A lot of times these things get a little too analytics focused. And we got to remember these are people at the end of the day, not robots. So uh, you know, people have narratives. They have stories. They come into these events and their mind may just not be in the right place. It might be in the exact right place it needs to be. Um, so, you know, for all the strokes gained sand traps on the 14th hole, when there's a full moon out in Mexico, uh, you know, you have that other guy who decided to go out the night before and some guy talked shit to him in the local pub. And next thing you know, he wants to go out there and go six under, even if he's already, you know, 47th in place, which is one thing I want to talk about later on today is some of the garbage minutes players that we're going to get into here, uh, that could low key. Uh, either make or break around for you in the finals. So, um, yeah, happy to be on the pod. Thanks for having me, and um, looking forward to this week's event. All right, what very well said, Matty P. Uh, as always. So let's dive right in. What just okay? Again, not going through every player. We've already heard it. Tell me, top of the board. Let's say above nine thousand on DraftKings. Who are two players that you think could potentially be sub ten percent owned? And come in the top five era, uh, otherwise known as Romeo. I'll start with you. Sub sub ten percent over nine k. Uh, yeah, I know we're still working through ownership a little bit, but give me your best estimate on. Not only is he going to be low owned, but he's actually going to lurk. You know, his eyes aren't on Southern Hills too much next week, and I think that's a big problem for a lot of these guys. Uh, so, who do you think is going to stick around, and who do you think? Who do you think needs or really wants badly to win this tournament? Not looking ahead to Southern Hills, but this week. I mean, I still think JT's kind of searching for his putter. Um, so he's still – I think he's still kind of mentally he's, – he's motivated this week. Um, I, would, I would say JT and Hideki. I don't know if, about the ownership for JT, but Hideki could definitely be under 10K. I mean – 10% ownership. And um, I, I feel like, I feel like Hideki is one of the best players in the last two years. And um, the salary doesn't really reflect in DK. I, I, I put him higher than Dustin pretty easily. And there's a that 300, $300 difference. Um, so, I mean, under, yeah, under 10% Hideki uh, and just a guy that I like, that I think will be pretty locked in for a, a low-scoring event is JT. I, I I hate to say it, I'm in complete lockstep with you. You probably have seen my exposure so far. Uh, you know, I think JT is very similar to Rom in Mexico, where no, they they don't need to win, but it would be nice. It's been a while. Uh, major on the horizon. These guys need to get back into winning form. Doesn't matter how how uh, you know world class of a player they are. You need to win once in a while. And I'll tell you what, Hideki's done his share of winning three times over the last two years. Uh, I'm usually a guy that is not Hideki. I haven't been for years. Finally warmed up to him, of course, after Augusta. Killed me at the players with the last-minute withdrawal. 
but I'm going back to him and JT uh, pretty much in lockstep. DJ is going to be hard fade for me. Um, I don't care that he's going to be low owned because he really needs the top five to pay off his price and off the wedding with the major, the double whammy, uh, not going there. But Matty P, you mentioned Spieth before. Um, the the prototypical Texas guy, along with Scotty Scheffler, but over the last 10 years, it's been Spieth State uh, and Spieth State alone. It's that three times fast. Are, are you going back to Spieth this week? I, I don't – I can't think that he's going to be so highly on. This is a pretty top-heavy field. A lot of guys trying to get ready next week for the PGA. Are you going back to that well? Well, sort of. So, you know, one of the terms that, uh, you know, I, that that actually you you don't really mention much on your pod, but every other podcast I seems to throw this word around is the chalk. So I came up with a couple of nicknames out here, which is what Jordan Spieth is going to be this week. You know, you Let's have uh, Chactavia Spencer, Count Chocula, um, you know, a, a whole lot of other ones. Jonas Chalk, shout out to the polio cure. And, you. Uh, you know, I think he's going to have that ownership where everyone's going to be on him, but how can you not be right? I mean, he fits it great. I tell you a guy who just is just from a pure psychological standpoint is going to be below 10%. And I have nothing to back it up. Other than that, it's Scotty Scheffler. Now you might say to yourself, the guy just won the masters. He's on a bit of a heater this year. You know, it seems too good to be true that he could win again. But I remember chief, you and I had that same conversation right before he won the masters. And we were talking about law of averages, law of averages. There's no way you can win again. You know, you don't say law of averages when you're at a blackjack table in Vegas and all of a sudden you, you start, you continue to throw the, throw the dice. I mean, that's what I got to think of with Scotty Shevlin. I think people are going to look at this lineup and, you know, they're not going to listen to me They might listen to the community where they say, Oh, uh, well, you know, Scotty Scheffler's the top guy and you can get this. Just the fact that he's the top guy, everyone's going to go for the other uh, people, you know, JT, Spieth, even DJ, Hideki, maybe not so much Hideki, but some of the other people, just because in their minds, they're going to say, there's no way that this guy can win again. I'm willing to invest in him, but I'm also willing to invest in Spieth, even though he's got a little bit more Count Chocolate in them than, uh, than maybe some of the other guys. But those are my two guys in the top. Um, you know, even going through the nine thousands, I love Sammy Burns this week as well. Um, I know that's a little bit farther down the list, but um, you know, liking him a lot, and uh, that's pretty much where I'm rounding out the the nines and the tens is maybe a light sprinklage of Willie Z, but for the most part, we're looking at Sammy B, Scotty Chef, Doggy, and uh, Jordan Spieth in my top there. Um, the other guys can I, I can do without them. You know, maybe maybe that's at my own peril, but that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you, you got to think Xander's probably looking ahead a little bit for the major. Brooksy's classic major look ahead has admitted as such himself. Uh, also going through the engagement protocol uh, as Morikawa was. And, uh, you know, that actually came to fruition a bit. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be pretty heavy on Sammy the Bull, Willie Z, and Neiman. Uh, and also Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, I think he's another guy that needs to win and that is playing well. And with a lot of the other top guys checking out, this could be a good chance for him. Uh, you know, wouldn't normally love him in a birdie fest, but again, with conditions playing, as Romeo said before, pretty mellow, going to be warm, not too much wind. Um, Tommy can just attack pins all day. And I think that's a pretty nice play right there so i don't know what uh now going down a little more in this there's not a huge 8k range this week uh rome who do we like here like going down a little bit who might be who might be someone to think about 
that may go maybe a little bit overlooked and somewhat of a top-heavy board this week. Just to circle back to Tommy Fleet with 9K, I, 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 don't know if I, I don't know if I could play it. That's just that's a little too expensive for my taste for yeah. Tommy. Okay. For, for, Cut it for, out. I like you. you. You always say, uh, you know, all these European guys never won on American soil, but you're willing to pay – 9k for a guy <laughs> i mean okay um but um yeah again i'm not going too crazy with like most guys above like 9k um i think you should maybe get maybe play one or two but i mean most of those top guys they play their best i you know courses that are a little bit tougher not, not a tpc event i mean this is just gonna be i mean you just gotta get you gotta get a hot putter it's, it's gonna be a putting fest obviously um and you gotta say that's right i'm sorry just just to follow up on that point like yeah you need to literally go 20 under or more kh lee was 25 under last year the conditions are going to be even easier it seems like i mean how much effort is brooks going to be putting in to try to shoot 64 every day with the with the pga in three days from now and so there i just that's why I'm, i'm really heavily heavy emphasis on guys that could use a win right now um, and that actually care about it. And I think that there's a few guys that do, and there's probably a few more guys that don't. And yeah, I, I just think if you have to be ready to shoot 65 every day. So if you're not ready for that, um, you know, like even, even speed, I'm going to have heavy speed exposure, but I'm hoping for a T five, that would be great. Maybe a T 10 would even do it at that price, but uh, I don't know that he's going to have enough, firepower to win i mean definitely think he'll make the cut i, I just to go 20 under I, I mean i don't know that that's going to be tough but we've seen jt do it back in uh you know malaysia the cimb back in, in a couple of those swing season events that he won at like 25 30 under so we know he can do it but uh what about what about um what about the gooch man i'm kind of curious to talk about him a little bit yeah, um, i don't obviously. think he's played since as he he hasn't played since the Masters. Maybe he played in the uh, the, uh, the the two team the team event. Um, yeah. I, I I haven't really seen too much about him. Um, I'm pretty I'm locked in for next week for him. I don't I don't know how much I'm gonna play him this week. Um, but I mean he's just a, he's he could go low. He's, he's he could he could score his good, good putter. Um, I'll definitely be playing him. I'll, I'll throw in, I'll pepper him. I mean, I think that's a fair. Yeah, fair. We'll, we'll get into it at the end of the show. Two things we're going to do is build a leverage lineup in LL Cool J. And then we're going to also we'll quickly talk about the, the DraftKings pricing for the PGA, which was just released before the show. Uh, some very, very interesting decisions made by DraftKings on the pricing. So we'll get into that at the end of the show. But uh, until then. Maddie, what do, what do you think? You're going to be, are you going to the co Kraken? Are you going to Aaron Wise that he was mentioned before? So, um, you know, similar to back in the old days uh, when you used to just click on LimeWire songs to download them so easily and you just go one after the other. Just kidding. I never used it um, yeah. ever. Um, but, you know, I was looking through the 8K range and I decided to make one lineup that was just, I think it's literally eight guys in, or six guys in a row that are all 
in a row, I think goes from Taylor Gooch down to Aaron Hadwin um, and some, or maybe skipping Jason day in the middle. Can't play him to, you know, I just, I can't be trusted. And then down to cam champ, I, you know, I, I kind of like all those guys, you know, the, the wise man uh, played pretty, pretty good here in the past. I'd say, um, you know, when we, you know, as you guys are talking about this being a putting match, uh, you know, to quote the great Romeo the Caddy, you better watch out when uh, Hadwin catches a hot putter. So, uh, you know, he could be a guy that goes buck wild and shoots maybe 20 under. Maybe not. But, you know, you need to have somebody rogue in the middle K range. Going back to one of your points, some of the top guys, like you said, got, got a big event coming up next week. Are they going to treat this kind of like how Rory did that one time where it's just kind of practice for them, a couple rounds here, don't get too tired. It's these middle guys that kind of want to prove themselves in a sense. And, you know, again, it, it, it will, will will some of these guys make it into the Golf Hall of Fame? Possibly, but if they throw themselves a, a win right here, it could definitely be a confidence booster going forward. Um, so, yeah, it might be the suicide special having all 8K mediocre guys, but – It'll be a nice six out of six or, you know, win $7 and, uh, you know, hit McDonald's right afterwards. Kind of special. I mean, it could be the week to do that with a lot of these top guys checking out. I, I like those points you made. Hadwin, you know, he, dude, he, he checks every box. He checks every box. He shot 59 at the Amex correlated course in the desert. I mean, he's been playing great the last few months. Look good at Valero. Um, so I, I think I got to agree with you, Rome. I need you to sell me on Aaron wise. Cause I'm not, I don't want to go there. I told you before, I've seen it too many times. I've yeah, seen it. I mean, that's, that's, him that's that, low, that low eight range is juicy AF. I would it's, say <laughs> so, I mean, you got, I mean, you're tell me, hold on, hold on. You're going to tell me that you're going to take Aaron wise at 18% ownership. Where do you get 18 from that? That's my early projection. So you think he's going to win this event a second time and catch another hot putter after all the times he's disappointed you, you're going to take that risk at 18% at 8,100 when he's flanked by Johnny Vegas, who's hitting piss missiles right now, hook him horns, uh, Hadwin, who's also going to be popular, Cam Champ playing amazing right now, and famous Seamus Power, even, even going down to – the low key OK State Cowboy storming Alex Norin. You're going to go for the chalk on Aaron Wise. Please sell me on the T10 because that's what I need to hear. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty much a Kyle Stanley type um, play here. He's going to, he's yeah. one of the top guys, stroke skiing approach. Probably he's, he's, his iron play right now is easily, easily top. It's almost a top 15 in the field. Um, and yeah, I think he's got good juju in Texas. Obviously, is that is that one win? I like a guy that's won in the state or even the tournament to you know bounce back, and he has the form right now to maybe give it another go. I mean, it's a, I mean, just look at last week, these the Wells Fargo. You got guy, it's a different course, but similar to Aaron Wise winning. Um, but you know, James Hahn was in contention, a guy that won Wells Fargo. Awful form, but still, I guess it's – I think there's that good juju factor. Um, obviously, Rory fucking loves Wells Fargo. Um, he he was up in the leaderboard. Um, I think there's one other guy that was right there too. I think – oh, yeah, I think Jason Day won the Wells Fargo prior – in the prior year. Another guy. So, I, I think there's – there's it doesn't – 
necessarily have to be the same course. Sometimes just the just the environment or how they run some of these, you know, some of these tournaments, you know, these, these guys, it takes them to a good place. So that's why I do like Aaron Wise coming in also just hitting the piss out of Zions right now. Um, and then you have Kokrak, who I, I love number one putting on bent right now. It lasts like 20 rounds. I mean, I think he's like, I, I love that range. I just love, I love everything about that range right there. Kokrak's been like top on bent for a while, even stretching back to last year. You know, he's not always going to be number one, but he's up there. Another guy with high win equity, which is what we like to see. And I mean, he's. He's going down a bad path of a PR nightmare uh, if he goes through with the Saudi thing. So, who's that? I mean, Kokrak? Yeah, Kokrak. Also, Loki, the Phil bio is coming out next week. Uh, well, you saw you saw what just happened, right? They just pretty much shot down anybody getting the release from the PGA Tour. This just came out about like an hour ago. Yeah, so that's uh, that'll be pretty interesting to see. Yeah, I, I don't want to be the guy to break it, but um, we'll, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, that goes. I mean, they not. I mean, they're not going to be able to play. In, I mean, it's going to be the, if they want release, then they can't play in the PGA Championship. Um, I guess they could still possibly play in the Masters or the U.S. Open because that's run by the different association and obviously the Open. But um, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty interesting to see what what people end up doing. I think Sergio ruined it for everybody just talking shit last week. Yeah, that was a that was a disaster from Sergio. Um, but listen, it's a whole shit show. We don't need to get into that, really. Let, let's get into. I, I'm kind of listen. We don't need to go down there. I want to let's build a lineup. Wait, did and, I sell you on? Did I sell you on Wise there? Or are we gonna? No, I'm still gonna stay away from him. Um, you if you buy stuff. Aaron Wise from me, the only thing you're gonna regret is that you didn't sign up sooner. Don't judge me by my lo- winners. Judge me by my losers because I have so few. Aaron Wise, I can't get him right, but I just don't want him at that high ownership. I like Hadwin better, so I'm I'm gonna go Hadwin. Complete fucking massive hammer. And you're um, talking about Wise's ownership. All right, have fun with Hadwin's. Well, I'm saying if they're both going to be highly owned, then I like Hadwin more. I'm just going to go with Hadwin. But Before I like- we jump, let's just jump down to my favorite play, Matt Kuchar at 7,700. All right, what are, yeah. we, doing, what are we doing next? <laughs> do you want to sell? Well, hold on. Let, let's do it. Let's do where we each pick two guys. You're going to start the lineup off with Kuchar. Give, please sell us on. I, I definitely am going to sprinkle Kuchar. I know he's had a couple high finishes lately, but you do think that he can go. You think he can reach 20 under? I do, um, and one of my one of my my favorite narratives is the guy who, you know, last year at this tournament played well and kind of shit his pants on Sunday. I think that's kind of what we got here for Kucher. So I mean, he put he put together three really good rounds last year. Didn't play good on Sunday, so his you know, um, he, his finish wasn't that, that great, but. Um, obviously coming in with fantastic form. I think you could also kind of throw out the last tournament because of all the rain, similar to the, the players. Um, and he's just, he's coming in red hot. So that's, that's my favorite play this week. And I don't, I don't think he'll be too highly owned either. No, I, I don't think so. You look great at Valero. That's another kind of thing I wanted to dive into is like how much of a correlation are we going to see from success at Valero to hear Two kind of different courses, but 
it seems like the Texas boys play well in Texas for the most part. I don't really have any data to back it up, but I, I think that's kind of what we're seeing. So, all right, we're going to start that off and that'll, you know, kind of, we can discuss the seven K range a little bit, but Matty P watch, give us a top guy, give us, give us a top guy who's going to anchor our lineup pretty much guaranteed to make the cut. And with a minimum of T five upside uh, and maybe, maybe I'll throw in the caveat of, if he's going to be highly owned, he has to T5. If, if you think he might not be too highly owned, maybe he can T10. Who do you, who do you like above 9,000 that's going to go in this lineup? Above 9,000, I mean, if I have to choose one guy, I mean, even though he's got the Chuck Norris Award right now, I think we got to go Jordan Spieth at this course. You know, man, I, I, I love him for this at that, at that high level. And you know what? If he's going to be that highly owned, so what? I think I think he still has got a shot at T five playing great golf. You know, he he's one of the guys that I'm gonna have at the high range, and I mean, maybe we could correlate that into where we were at as well. Because if we're gonna go one high guy and one lower guy while we're in the seven thousand range, I don't know. Is are we are we doing that right now? Are we doing full board lineups? Well, right well, we, yeah, we're each gonna get one high and one low. So hold on to your guy that you have in the seven K range, and I'll go and I'll go with my seven K range guy. Um, a lot of guys I like in this range this week. You know, I like Uncle Ryan Palmer, but I'm not going to go there because it's a little too obvious. Like Fratelli, also, but again, the popularity is a little too much. I'm going to go with a guy who I think is going to go under owned, but I I am not really sure why because he's playing freaking lights out right now. Um, not necessarily a Texas guy, but definitely a guy that has a hot putter right now. And that would be Davis Riley at 7,700. Um, this guy is just playing really good golf right now. Lost on a freaking 30-foot bomb to Sammy Burns at the Valspar and has pretty much lurked since then. Um, I think that a lot more people are going to go to Siwoo in the Wild Leash Doggy, which I can't debate against. Um, but to stack Davis with Kuchar... Love doing this to gain a little bit of leverage in GPPs, going with at least two guys, sometimes three in a row in the pricing. Usually you see guys will break down and only do one guy in the mid sevens or whatever. I love stacking guys back to back. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with my lower mid guys, Davis Riley. So, so far we got, we got three Americans. We got Spieth, Cooch and Davis Riley. I would say pretty relatively safe guys to make the cut um which is what we're looking for so eric give us um you gave us kuchar give us another top guy but give us a guy that can win if we think speed might you know not not pump the brakes but maybe maybe he's not gonna have the win in him you are we going hideki is that is that what your your mindset is up top if you know i love yeah. Z, but who, who else who can actually be hoisting the trophy come sunday or do you want to go jt a little best buddy lineup jt and speed I was looking a little bit lower in the Uncle Marty realm, but um, in the 6K range. But if a guy up top that could win, um, I don't think any of these top guys will win. I don't like any top guy. I like. I still like that mid tier. Um, that's okay. Give me so. Give, so give me, um, give me somebody in the mid tier again. That's it's gonna probably be Lanto Griffin. I think Lanto could actually win here. So we're not we're not going two guys. We're going three guys in a row for contrarian leverage. I fucking love that. Yeah, the Griffin. Right. I love it. I love it. So three three in a row. Um, 
Lanto playing better. Like him personally. Good guy. Won the Houston Open. Careful. Uh, hit the ball really well last week. I like that. I, I, I like that play quite a bit. Um, so Eric's going with his two mid-tier guys. All right, so Eric's done. Me and Maddie have one pick each. I'm going to take uh, – well, I'm going to take a top. Maddie, you said you have a guy left, so why don't you give me the guy that you were thinking about? Well, while we're talking well, you know, you talking about in the mid-sevens there, uh, Lanto Griffin. Another guy I got to watch out for. I'm only going to mention him quick here. I don't know if I throw him in here. Mark Leishman did have a runner-up finish here, you know, and, and plays pretty decent. But my guy is in the 7,000s. Full disclosure, had no idea who this guy is whatsoever. I had never even heard of him for today until I did my number one stat as an amateur, right? Which is you look at the low guys and who's got the biggest FPPG out there. Mr. Sean Norris. I have no idea this guy. Oh! He's, got, he's got a 91 down there. Oh my God. It's like getting in on the it's like getting on sunlight before the sun. I mean, oh you, my goodness. This guy had a what had 147 points last week. I mean, you know, no. I don't think I think everyone's gonna pass him over because they're gonna be like, who is this wow. guy in the seven hundreds or seven thousands? Let's go with anybody else but him. But you know what? There's a reason he's there, and you know what? You gotta you gotta play the heater, baby. Wow. Romeo's looking at me like I got nine heads, unless unless he unless he thinks I had something. Yeah, I'm yeah I mean he's the second most popular golfer in uh, Asia after Hideki because he's <laughs> not an absolute heater on the the uh, Asian tour. But I, I the guy doesn't know anything else. But to just hit fairways and make putts, so I mean, I, I love it. I, I I mean, he's he's he, he qualified for the PGA Championship. That's kind of why he's in this tournament. And I mean, he's obviously just lights out in the Asian Tour. I think it can. I could. I think something like that could really transfer to a TPC course um, where just it's pretty easy to score. So I I, I love that play. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll definitely pepper him. Wow. Um, okay, fine. So that's sick. I, I don't know that I didn't have to <laughs> what what is what is that now? <laughs> that's interesting too, Greg. <laughs> yeah, Greg, that is quite interesting. Uh yeah, I have I was not gonna play him, but again, South Africa, that's Zoysia grass, they're gonna like it. Really sick play. Um, definitely will give you leverage over the field. That leaves us with ninety six hundred left. Um, I gotta I'm gonna I listen, I gotta go Willie Z. I, I'm sorry. I can't pretend like I'm not in love with this guy like everyone else. But again, I just harken back to two weeks ago with Rom when he was 38%. If you agree with the community that this guy, everything sets up well, there's really no reason to fade him. That calls for the hammer. Uh, and that is what we're going to do with Willie Z. So, all right, Speeth, Speeth, Willie Z, Cooch, Davis, Riley, Lanto, and Sean Norris. Sean Norris, I guarantee, will be sub 1%. Guarantee. I mean, if you if you want, after this pod, <laughs> if, if we gave you a Sean Norris T10, God bless you. I hope to see a Venmo come our way. But anyway, that's pretty good. Any other sicko specials we'd like to mention before going to a light PGA preview, and then we'll call it a night. I do have a sicko special here. Maybe not so much a sicko special as you know. Well, we're, we're looking. We're talking sub sevens here, right? So you know, it is still somewhat of a sicko special, but. It's really two sicko special. I have them both in, in one lineup here. Um, they're probably going to be the two highest owned guys under the 7,000 range, but why not? Sun Kang and Rory Sabatini. Okay. Okay. Now, 
little trivia for you. The lowest aggregate score of all time at the Byron Nelson is held by both of these gentlemen right here. So, yeah. you know, I'm not saying they're both in great form right now, but, you know, for me, I go to my home course, Dix Hills, and I could go on there, take a shit on the eighth hole, you know, and, and crash my golf cart in on the ninth, and I could still wind up there with the 39. There's some guys who are just so used to a course, they do it so well, they'll make the cut. I, I like that. Yeah, Sun Kang is a member here. KH Lee's a member. So big, big Korean community in Dallas. KJ Choi is kind of the uh, the stalwart of that. So that that's an absolutely sick call. I I, I mean, yeah, uh, sure. Why not? That was a great stat, Matty P. I, I was not expecting that one. Um, I mean, I did find it on Wikipedia, so who knows? I mean, Rob G could have gone on there and, and fixed it up just to sabotage this whole thing. Now nah, I'm kidding. We all we all love you, guy, but uh, but who knows? Who knows, right? I mean, it could just happen one time. I don't think Rob's watching, but there was some concern he was going to take your best man status at the wedding. So <laughs> I'm here to officially say that is not the case. Um, but if he plays his cards right, he will get an invite at some point. So anyway, let's go on to. Just a quick look at the PGA pricing. It was just released a few hours ago. Uh, I, there's a lot to digest here. I'm, I'm just kind of just kind of perusing it now. Um, I mean, to me, the first thing that popped out was the Gooch man at really criminal, criminal, criminally low, 7,400. Spoke about it briefly before with Romeo, but. I mean, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. That That's going to cause a serious glut in ownership, I think. I mean, that's kind of insane, is it not? Like, what, like this is – well, who else? Like, I, I don't know if you have it pulled up in front of you, but I'm just kind of looking. You know, top of the board is what it is. Uh, Canley, I think, will be pretty popular at 9,100. I'm hearing Bryson's healthy, and he's just shooting – 60s scotty's before today bryce bryson though that's Bryson at 8300 i don't think anyone's gonna own him oh i'll i'll be pretty um heavily invested in bryson um yeah i mean i haven't really looked at this course much i'm pretty locked i'm pretty i'm pretty excited about this 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 week coming off a pretty good uh wells fargo so um yeah i'm assuming if it's just a standard pg pga championship it should be pretty pretty long long rough again it should be which it usually sets up for bombers PG, the pga championship and the u.s open so um yeah I, I have to look into a little bit more i'll give you a couple names that stand out i was listening on the way home on sirius johnny cook was uh given his picks on PGA radio and he went with Morikawa and he just, you know, I mean, he, he's an excellent, excellent source guy with experience playing in the tournament uh, and playing at Southern Hills pretty much has just said that it's a ball strikers paradise. Uh, and not that putting is negated, but that you have to really put the ball in the right location. So if he's going to say Morikawa again, definitely could happen. We've seen repeats with Brooks and, and other guys. I think even Patty Harrington back in the day, but that leads me only to be more cemented in my thought that it's time for a good boy, Victor to, to be hoisting the Wanamaker trophy in a week's time from now. Um, 
it just kind of makes sense if you're talking about ball strikers. I mean, listen, we you mentioned Bryson's interesting. Tiger is 82. I mean, is he healthy? We don't know. That's uh, a fair well, I think he'll compete. He looked. He really looked. Awesome. Best friend uh, Ricky Fowler. <laughs> Tiger won the PGA here. Not that. Oh, I guess pretty long ago. Yeah, I don't know how the hell Ricky got in the field. But talking about OSU Cowboys, if you think they have an advantage, it was a long time ago. But Ricky did. Uh, I, I assume make many trick around the track here at, at Southern Hills. So I don't know. I mean, Tom, Tommy Boy, seventy six hundred. Careful. Uncle Tony, 79. That's going to be popular. That is going to be popular, I think. Uncle when's, Tony. Uh, when's it going to be Cam, Smith is, Cam Smith's time out here? I know the putting is, is, his best, uh, is his best thing, but, I mean, you know, seems, seems, seems like a guy that's just due at this point. Yeah, I mean, he did win the players, but, uh, yeah, I mean, when is the actual official major coming for him? Probably pretty soon. 9,700. I'll probably fade him like an idiot, just like I did at the Masters, just thinking more people are going to own him than they should. And the, listen, if you call the players a major, it pretty much is at this point. Um, you know, he's already got one. He's going to win two of the five biggest events on the year with, with the amount of talent that's in the upper echelon of golf right now. That's hard for me to believe. Um, but I'll tell you what, Adam Scott is quite a ball striker, 7,700. You're going to come back to him after the Masters. Yeah, I don't know. He was a disaster. Yeah, you might as well go with Uncle Lee at this point to win the PGA. I mean, uh, or actually, no, he, he's de-uncled, right? He's, he's no longer on the on the tree. He's off the tree after the whole fiasco overseas. But um, Matty Wolf, 7,300. We could just make a nice OSU Cowboy lineup. Victor, Wolfie, Ricky, uh, Nor. Actually, let's see. Is Noren even in the field? That's a, That could be a nice motivating factor. He's, he's in. Qualified. And what about the 800-pound gorilla in the room? The coffee bean man himself, Phil Mickelson, defending champion, 7,100, with the biography coming out next week, just in time. Oh, boy. What are we in for this week with Phil? Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, I don't think he's not playing next week, I don't think. You think he's going to You think he's gonna withdraw? I don't think he's allowed to. I mean, that's – because this is – this uh, major is run by the PGA, right? I can't believe that he, they're even letting him like enter. Like I'm, I'm surprised at that. But it's the PGA of America, not the PGA Tour. I'm pretty sure that's running this, so it's slightly different. I because if it was the PGA Tour, I mean, it's a tour sanctioned event, but I think the PGA of America runs it, so I'm sure he's got friends up there in high places still. Otherwise, I can't see how he would even be allowed to play at this point. The Masters. I mean, he did win it last year, no. Right. If, if he wasn't defending champion, I don't think there's any way he's even – and I don't think he would be able to enter. Well, the PGA of America has got to be affiliated with the PGA Tour. So yeah. I think that's the – I feel like this is the one major that um, – yeah, it's a, it's a hard no for Phil. But, you know, like the U.S. Open is run by the – was it the USP? USGA? Yeah. Which, I mean, they're going to have to – at some point, they're going to have to start, you know, figure out – if they're going to invite any of these Saudi guys. Um, also the, you know, the, who does the, the open, uh, I don't know, I'm drawing blanks, but the masters seem to, the, the masters board of uh, governors seem to not, not care. Um, Ridley, Ridley said, you know, they're always welcome. Um, they, they love Phil there though. Yeah. Not this year. Though. Pretty sad to see them 
see him not play. Yeah, I mean, they, and Phil being not at Augusta was crazy. I mean, I'm looking now. I'm just I'm looking for boys that have West Coast Midwest experience, good ball strikers. Um, hey, your boy Kucher is sixty eight hundred. Yeah. Uh, no, not here. Not the No. Uh, we we need boys that are, that have some distance here, right? I mean, uh, what about? What about Adri Arno? He's been playing pretty well on the DP World Tour. No chance, Matty says. Yeah, no chance. Um, Sean Norris has a better chance of winning this week than uh... who? I, I know I'm a, I'm better than Amatois over here, but Hadri Arno? Who that? Who? who, who, who what did you Miss Spanish player. Um, he played well at the British Masters. I was watching it. I think he t ten at the British Masters last right. week. He's been doing a lot of TK. I watched way too much of the British Masters last week, I got to say. Oh, there's nothing better to watch while taking a shit or having coffee in the morning. Golf Channel, Euro Tour, and, of course, Fox 5 with Aunt Rosanna Scotto, but that's a whole other story. Um, yeah, you got to do, do your research at some point, right, for the PGA? Because those guys are going to start coming. And then oh, yeah. The, the majors, you got to know. You can pretty much knock out most of this bottom, I mean – Oh, there's a lot of oh, careful. Big country. Troy Merritt, 6,400. He's mm, been playing pretty well. Hmm. I don't think it doesn't scream T20 to me, though, at the PGA, right? I mean, Lahiri. If it gets windy, careful. Careful. I mean, Lanto. Lanto's 63, and I think Hadwin's 63 also. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, this is also a major, not Byron Nelson. Not the Valero uh, Texas Open. Although I can't sit on the Valero. Beautiful event. Garagas Law. Yeah. Patty Harrington, though, came fourth last year in this tournament. Careful. At Kiowa. Uh, all right. Jimmy Walker. He's probably played Southern Hills a shit ton. Texas boy. Won the PGA. We witnessed it. We witnessed that fucking Baltus straw. Um, yeah. Is Jimmy playing this week? No. Jim, why isn't Jimmy playing this week? He's probably grilling steak. That's all that boy knows how to do is look at stars and grill steak. <laughs> Two things I love doing. Tell you what, the way Fitzy's playing, 7,900, fucking criminal. Criminal. Let's not jump to conclusions on the PGA, right? I mean, all, all you need is one twisted ankle this week walking off the tee box. And next thing you know, the ownership levels are all, are all over the place. Will that happen? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Gooch at 74 is just straight <laughs> up criminality, as is Billy Ho, where he's been playing. Fuck, man. Oh, boy. Next week is going to be real tricky. Well, that's why we do this, boys. All right, I gotta go make dinner or something. What a time is it here? It's, it's near nine o'clock here on the East Coast. Byron Nelson Classic, a great tournament, a great field, and hopefully some great results from the community this week. Thank you, boys, for joining me. It was a damn honor and a privilege. It was a pleasure. Uh, Thank you. Happy birthday to Joey I. If you're watching, I doubt it because I think we're at zero viewers right now, but that's okay. Uh, hopefully, you guys will get well, some good. Some good knowledge on the replay. We'll add this to Who's Your Caddy. We'll have that published tomorrow morning. And uh, as we say, in, instead of the great words of Uncle Harvey, the words of great Uncle Byron, 
let's keep it in the fairway and drain some putts. <laughs> I think that's what he said. I don't know. God bless. Cheers. Gentlemen. All right. BOL.